Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today we're going to talk about tofu. We've done a couple of experimental recipes with tofu and we thought we would bring them to the show because when this airs it'll be um, just before the new year and since a lot of times people want to make life-changing decisions for a new year's resolution we thought this would be a good time to share a recipe that is vegan and delicious for people who enjoy eating ricotta food dishes and cannot eat ricotta cheese. That's one of the reasons why I was kind of messing around with this. So here, I'll tell you what happened. We were having Thanksgiving at our home, and we have some members of our family who are vegetarian, and I thought I would try to make a tofu turkey, which sounds like an easy thing, but not as easy as you think. So uh, I got some tofu, and I started doing some research online, and uh, I knew I've, I've eaten tofu before, and I don't mind it. I've eaten it in a variety of different things like stir-fry dishes and things like that. And I thought, well, you know, usually it seems like recipes that use tofu generally try to flavor it from the outside in, which I guess by that I would say they saute it with different flavored sauces or sometimes even marinate it and use it like that, cube it up or whatever, and and use it in different um, thicknesses, especially the extra firm tofu is used like that. It's cubed up and sautéed. So in my research, I came upon a recipe, and the person, it's the only one I saw like this, the person took the tofu and put it in a food processor with a variety of spices and actually broke broke it up, blended it with these spices and allowed them to be incorporated into the tofu itself. And I thought, hey, that sounds like a better way to do it than a few of the ways that I had read. So I decided to try that and I found a recipe for uh, tofurkey, as they are called, and decided to give that a try. So I blended a variety of spices Kind of what I did was I used similar spices to what I would use to season uh, chicken or turkey and blended them in the food processor into this, uh, it was medium firm tofu. And then I put it in the, I formed it into a loaf, put it in the refrigerator with a weight on it in a colander or in a sieve rather to drain the excess water off of it, you know, to get it down to where it was a good solid loaf to uh, bake, you know, to replicate a small turkey breast. So I kind of formed it out, you know, to make it look like a little turkey breast and and baked it. And the flavor was very good. I might share that recipe at some point in time, but I need to work on that a little bit because it wasn't the it wasn't the texture I was looking for. But the flavor was very good. I shared it with um, the family members that I was talking about. I shared it with them and they said, this is, this is really good. This really tastes good. And I said, yeah, but I'm kind of disappointed because it crumbled. I didn't expect it to crumble the way it did after being baked. I thought it would stay more like a loaf. And, um, when you sliced it, you could, you could slice it, but it would crumble as you were slicing it. And I noticed that the texture of it was very similar to, um, ricotta cheese when you bake it. So that kind of sparked my interest because several members of my family are also lactose intolerant. So they uh, enjoy Italian dishes that include ricotta cheese, but they can't eat them any longer because they do horrible things to their digestive tract. So 
So uh, I thought, hey, I bet I could do something with this this technique and make it work for um, something that typically has ricotta cheese in it. So I tried that out, and it was very successful. Everyone liked it, even people who don't typically like ricotta cheese or like Italian dishes made with ricotta cheese because they don't like the cheese. They don't like the mouthfeel of the cheese. They don't like the taste of the cheese. There's a lot of things. I had to say mouthfeel. You hate that phrase. I love that phrase. (laughs) Thank you, Dave Bracey. But I had to say the mouthfeel of the ricotta cheese. Isn't that hysterical? (laughs) So anyway, so I thought I would give it a try. Two of my daughters and my husband have to stay away from dairy products because they they just can't eat them. So I thought, hey, you know, the two daughters love cheese items. So I've been looking for some cheeseless cheese substitute things, you know, that I can make for them. And this, I thought, would be a really neat thing if it worked. So I got a box of Barilla Jumbo Shells. And I I wish I would have counted how many shells that it... um, that were in the box. I think there's around two dozen. Uh, I'm not positive, but I didn't count them. So it's a 12 ounce box of jumbo shells. I got two packages of the medium firm tofu, which I found in our grocery store that I go to. It was in the vegetable aisle. I'm not sure in other grocery stores because I haven't really delved into this too far. But I got the medium grade, and the reason I got that, because after reading about it, it seems like the different grades of tofu they used for different things. And this one, people said, don't use it because it has a curd texture. And I thought, that's, but that's what I want. I want this curd texture. So what you do is you get two packages of the medium tofu, and when you go to use it, you know, you open the package, they have water in with it. You drain the water off and kind of, um, tofu is a strange thing. It's kind of a, I don't know, it's one of those things that's kind of a solid and kind of not a solid, you know, sort of like that stuff you make with uh, cornstarch, you know, what do you call that goop or whatever that, you know, it'll stay solid, but then it'll go liquid. Is that oobleck? Oobleck, yeah. Oobleck. Oh, we ought to have that on sometime for a show, huh? (laughs) Fun things to do. Well, we could do that. But anyway, you drain the blocks out and then just break them in half and put them in your food processor. And my food processor probably has about a, I want to say, probably a two-quart bowl on it. It's probably an average size. That's an average size food processor. So I put those in there, and then I didn't process it at all. Put those in, and then you're going to add all of your seasonings into that and then process it until it is relatively smooth. I'll have some pictures up as I usually do, but it pretty much looked like, I would say it sort of looked like ranch dip when you're done because you can see all the little spices in there but it's relatively smooth maybe a little lumpy kind of a thing into my tofu I mixed a half a tablespoon of granulated dried garlic a half a tablespoon of granulated dried onion one tablespoon of dried minced onion one tablespoon of dried basil a half tablespoon of dried oregano a fourth teaspoon of fresh ground pepper a fourth teaspoon of sea salt and one tablespoon of fresh minced garlic. So I put all of that in the food processor with the tofu, and I processed it until it was very well blended, very smooth looking, like I said, just like a kind of a lumpier version of ranch dip. I did all that, and then I took it out of the food processor 
container and put it into a bowl and just set it aside in the refrigerator while I was getting everything else done. That way, the tofu, because there's still moisture in that tofu, and the moisture in the tofu could be absorbed into those dried spices, into the onion, and the tofu itself would take on all those flavors. So you want to just let it sit. And that's probably about um, maybe a half hour while I did the rest of the things. So then I took my jumbo shells, and I cooked them in boiling water for nine minutes. Nine minutes is the... It's the uh, recommended time for if you're going to bake after you cook the shells. So what you want to do, you have to really watch these because they stick so fast. So you want to put them into boiling water, drop them into the boiling water carefully, and then get a slotted spoon and just kind of move them around in there, move them around and keep them moving around. And you'll have to do that every few minutes because they do tend to sink and stick and you don't want you don't want to waste all those shells so you just want to keep them moving throughout the cooking time nine minutes then I drain them into a colander and rinse them with cold water to cool them off and stop the cooking and then you're going to want to go through it's it's a kind of ridiculous amount of stuff you have to do but you're going to go through with your hands and flip them over and pour the water out so it's not just sitting in the shells while they're cooling over there then back to our baking. I did this in a 9 by 13 glass baking dish and then I used another 8 by 8 glass baking dish because I just prefer to use glass when I'm baking pastas like this. And I put, um, I used purchased pasta sauce. What, did, what kind did I? Did you oh, use Prego, Prego. For that? Yeah, I got the Prego traditional pasta sauce to use with this because as far as ingredients go I thought since I was taking it to someone else's house you know I could say oh I used the prego sauce and not my own so people wouldn't you know sometimes people wonder what you put in your sauce I guess that's all I would say so I could say I did there's no cheese in this there's no you know whatever so I used the prego traditional sauce what you do is you put a layer of sauce into the bottom of your baking dish, and it's probably going to end up being about a half an inch deep in there. So you're going to put your sauce in and then fill your shells with about a rounded tablespoon like you use in, from your silverware into each shell. And you just scoop that up and hold the shell open as best as you can, which I think I washed my hands about 25 times while I was doing this because... I was a mess doing this. Now, how full would the shells look? If they're the jumbo shells and you know you have enough stuff in them, how full do they look? They don't look super full. They will kind of close up onto the filling, but you can just see it in there because it swells up a little bit when it bakes. So when you, when you fill them, if you use a rounded tablespoon and put it in each shell like that, that's just about perfect. And I had, I think I had two shells left over that I didn't have filling for. At the end. So you don't want to put a ton of filling in them. If you stay with that rounded tablespoonful, that's just perfect. And just you squeeze the shell a little bit and pop it open with your fingers and plop that filling in and then let it close and set it in the sauce. Uh, Do you have to set it a specific way? You want to set the open side of the shell up when you set them in there. And they, I think I was able to do rows of four. And I probably did, oh goodness gracious, six rows of four, five rows of four, something like that. I, I wish I could have remembered how many shells were in that box. <laughs> but anyway, I filled up the whole 9 by 13 and then I had a few left for the other pan to do. 
So it makes just the two packs of tofu will fill almost all the shells in that box, which is a lot. And where we live, the one pack of tofu is $1.99. So that's, my filling was $4. And I used the spices that I had, you know. So my filling was $4, which is uh, ricotta cheese, the same amount of ricotta cheese if you were filling up shells, because you would be using ricotta cheese and mozzarella cheese and Romano cheese to make that filling would be approximately in the range of about 12 to $14 for the same amount of filling. Okay? So not only is this a healthy alternative to the cheese, it is also a very much cost-effective alternative. So, And if you don't live in an area like this where there's a big Italian population, it might be even more expensive because they don't have the good Italian cheeses just everywhere. Now we did we did make ricotta cheese mm-hmm. ourselves and it's very simple to make. So if you wanted to use the ricotta cheese in a previous podcast, I have that filling for the, the lasagna and the zucchini rollatini. There is a ricotta cheese filling that I made for those, and you can use those in stuffed shells, but this we're talking about is tofu. We did not do a podcast about ricotta. Oh, we will, because that was so easy to make. It was (laughs) unbelievable. So anyway, um, that'll be coming in the future. But right now we're talking about tofu. So like I said, this is a very cost-effective meal, especially when you're trying to eat vegetarian meals. It's very expensive a lot of times. The substitutes are very expensive and very time-consuming. This is not not at all time-consuming to do this. I think all together it probably took me an hour to mix up the tofu with the spices, cook the shells, fill the shells, and get them into the oven. So it wasn't super time-consuming. And the thing is you could make this the day before and refrigerate it and bake it the next day. That would work. So... I filled my shells, put them in my baking dish. Now, you don't want to put, you don't want to pour sauce over these, okay? What you want to do is take some of the sauce and just drizzle it over the shells so there's not, they're not sunk in the sauce, but they have some on them. And I'll show you a picture of it, you know, I have, I'll have pictures of it, but you'll be able to see what I did and how it looked. And then you put this in the oven, 350 degrees, and bake it for about 40 minutes covered with aluminum foil. So you're going to cover your dish, your whole dish with aluminum foil snugly and put it in the oven and bake it. When you take this out, now what I did, I had extra sauce for on the side. So when you serve it, you serve it with extra sauce and let people put the sauce, the amount of sauce that they want on it, which I always like to do anyway, because some people don't love sauce as much as I do. I realize that. That way you can put enough sauce on whatever sort of pasta you're doing or whatever sort of dish you're doing and then have it on the side like gravy, as it were, which is what a lot of the Italians in my family call the sauce is gravy. So It's, it's very confusing at family gatherings yes. when there's both. Yes. So, <laughs> so you bake it 40 minutes, take it out, let it cool a bit, and then you will be, I'm telling you, you will be so pleasantly surprised These are so good. I mean, if I didn't know what was in them, we actually gave one to somebody who didn't know what was in them and he didn't know it was tofu until we told him, which probably, you know, you don't want to do that to somebody who would get upset. But um, you wouldn't know because the texture is so similar to ricotta, especially to what my aunt says, the American ricotta, which is sort of like cottage cheese. 
the the filling is so similar that you wouldn't you wouldn't know that it wasn't. The flavor is very very good. Very it's not overly strong, but it's very flavorful. The the filling itself is very flavorful. Typically when I make a ricotta filling, I use the exact same spices that I used for this this tofu less but a, the same exact. So it tastes very similar to what I would make with ricotta cheese. The texture was very, very similar. And just the flavor of the entire dish was very good. The family loved it. They really did. Everybody loved it. So this, this I would say, this was a, an absolute hit. The technique was very good. And I'm sure I'm going to try this try some other things with this particular technique, but the technique of taking that tofu and blending it up in the food processor with all of your seasonings, spices, flavors, whatever, to give it the flavor itself rather than trying to coat it with flavoring, it worked so well, so much better. I was just amazed. And I know a lot of people don't even like to eat tofu. They think it's a, you know, it doesn't, didn't bother me before either way. I don't, I like it. It's fine. But to have it like this, to have people say, I don't really care for tofu, and then they ate it and they actually liked it, um, it was amazing because they said that's not usually what people do with tofu. Usually that's, you know, it would just be uh, coated with something and you would still have this block of flavorless stuff in the middle. So, very big hit. We had it at our Christmas Eve in what we called the Feast of the Seven Pastas. So we didn't do the Feast of the Seven Fish, but we had we had uh, raviolis, eggplant rollatini. There's penne. Penne, the stuffed shells, and I'm not sure what else. I don't well, remember. there were two kinds of meatballs, so those yeah, count. Two kinds of meatballs. We had uh, vegan meatballs and meatball meatballs. And, you know, we, we had basically, you know, that was our Feast of the Seven Pastas. So um, it went very well with it. It was a big hit. So I, I hope you give it a try. I'll have the recipe up on the website. And we'll have um, also the pictures and uh, recipe on our Facebook page, Mary Mac Bakehouse. And uh, you'll get to see firsthand what it looked like. What I have a, a very nice close-up picture of the actual tofu with the spices in it. And then I have uh, progress pictures of as I did the shells. So hopefully you'll be able to see what I did there and, and uh, maybe give this a try. And like I said, for the new year, uh, as far as calorie-wise, very, very nice calorie-wise. I mean, very nice. Because tofu itself doesn't have, is not high in calories. Not like ricotta cheese blended with an egg and Romano cheese and mozzarella cheese packed into some shells. That's some calories right there. So like I said, we have a variety of issues happening right now in our home that require us to um, use different items, substitute items, whatever, and change the way we do things. And I've had to do that for a very long time. So this is a really nice recipe because who knew there was a substitute for something like that. So we, we envision doing this with lasagna, uh, manicotti, and one, my uh, one daughter said, I wonder if you could make a cannoli filling with this. And I think you could. I think probably what you would have to do is put the flavorings in and bake it and then crumble it up and, and then fill, you know, because you, you wouldn't, I think that would be the way to do it. I really do. 
because it would be it would give it that texture of the ricotta when you bake it so it, it would make it you could easily make it I think I think it would work so we'll be trying that out too for a, for a we're gonna make some uh, fake cotta I guess you'd call it. <laughs> but um, we're, we are we're gonna try some more stuff with this particular technique because I think it's a good technique and I think we could get some real mileage out of it so I hope you give the tofu stuffed shells a try and I hope you enjoy them be sure to check us out online at merrymacpodcast.com where you can access all the episodes and our web store on Facebook at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, and on Twitter at Mary Mac Mixes. Happy New Year. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.